Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John, driving home in his car. Choo-choo. Or that's a, just a train, right? Beep-beep. Man, <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, actually, Doug, do you hear that? Do you hear that sound? That little pitter-patter? No. Yeah. You know, you know what that is? That's the tears of all those thousands of Ranger fans as the Lightning <laughs> takes the series four to two, four games in a row. So, uh, yeah, that's what that is, Doug, yeah. the, the tears of those Ranger fans. Uh, and I really don't – I'm really not upset about it. Keep picking on them. Man. Call them names. Do whatever you got to <laughs> do, dude. Uh, uh, no, I'm ready. I'm ready for the avalanche. Uh, so and there's a good chance we might have the three years in a row of the freaking Stanley Cup in, uh, in Tampa. So that's amazing. So. Yeah. You know what the Canadian forefathers must think? Like, how the hell <laughs> is this team down in Florida beating all of us Canadians? I mean, like, what is going on? I mean, everybody's moving there, John. So now even the uh, hockey players are better in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we do have a. Uh, I think there's several Canadians and obviously a lot of Russians on our team and stuff like that. But nonetheless, uh, it represents the city. So you know, and the fact that uh, there's so many fans here all of a sudden. I mean, nothing breeds uh, uh, fans like winning. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, 100 percent. That's the only reason why I get upset and my back goes up with uh, when people start talking about Philly fans. I mean, I get I get defensive because. Philly fans, regardless of how, like this, the, the Eagles, no matter how good, all those years we didn't win a Super Bowl. And that stadium was packed every week. You know what I'm saying? We don't have fair weather fans in Philadelphia. I mean, you have your share. You know, you have the idiots. They're probably the same people to buy Lightning Lane. You know what I'm saying, John? Or Park? You know, yeah. you know what I'm getting. But for the most part, Philly fans show up regardless. We're not fair weather fans. The only excuse I will make in Florida is. During the winters, uh, during the winter in Florida, there's a hell of a lot more to do than there is around here. So, there's an excuse not to go to a game. Like if you lived in Miami, I mean, there's a lot more to see than a horrible baseball team. Am I wrong? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's no doubt about that. And Miami's always struggled with that. Tampa's done a little better lately, of course. But, uh, yeah, Miami is traditionally, even when their college team was fantastic in the 80s and the 90s, they, saw, they had a problem selling out the Orange Bowl all the time. And that's just because, I mean, it's Miami. For God's sake, there's so much to do here, even if your football team is good. There's you know? so much to yeah. do. And I don't understand, like, and I'm a realist. Like, I get in a fight. I get in arguments and fights with friends, believe it or not, with my opinions. Really? John. <laughs> <laughs> but I've told you this before. I, I, if it was up to me, I'd never and, – and when we were kids, I get it. Machismo, <laughs> strong like bull, I'm a tough guy. I, uh, I like to watch football in the snow, real men playing the cold – Dude, I don't believe in any of that. If you really care about the players' health, you would not be playing in snow. You would not have a game in Miami when it's 95 degrees in September. It should be a dome. Am I wrong? Uh, Miami and Tampa, I mean, there, there are certain places that, yeah, it's it's beastly. Even yes. even Houston. Yeah, well, Houston does have a dome. Yes. But, yeah, New Orleans has a dome. So, yeah, I'm always yeah. surprised that Tampa and Miami haven't. And especially, I mean, uh, speaking of that, I mean, that's, that's the problem with uh, – the Tampa Bay Rays is that they they do have a dome, but they're trying to build a new stadium, and nobody wants to go sit outside in Florida in the summertime. So, no, who yeah, does? Who would want pleasant. to? So. Uh, you know, in Miami in September, a football game. You want? I mean, I get it, <laughs> but who wants to sit the heck out there in ninety five degree heat getting baked? Like you know, I, I mean, I, but baked like a, a hot dog on a grill. I mean, I really don't want to, and and that's the whole deal. Just like here in Philly. I don't want to freeze in the middle of January either and sit out there. And especially if they're losing, you're sitting next to a bunch of miserable idiots if you follow me. I, I mean, yeah. I think myself in this day and age, and they talk about player safety and the whole nine yards, I think every stadium should be in close. This is just me, and I know I'll get feedback on it. I think every, st- every stadium should have a retractable roof, and I think it should all be played at a certain temperature. Like Arizona has the field that goes in and out. I think every stadium should have to have that. It should all be on grass. It all should be climate controlled because you can't tell me there's less of a chance for you to get hurt at 65, 70 degrees than it is if it's 90-some degrees and you're going to heat exhaustion or if it's freezing and you're banging against the frozen grass. Am I wrong? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you, you know, as well as I do, then they would get rid of Lambeau Field and Yankee Stadium and uh, uh, the Big Green Wall and all that type. I mean, no, all that stuff so to. iconic. So, but, but they could build onto it. They could put roofs on all of them. In today's technology, you could do it. Yeah, but Green Bay fans aren't going to go for that. So. Oh, well. oh <laughs> that's well. part of their, like you said, that's part of their machismo. I mean, it is. Yeah, and and every every time, even uh, I'm sure I've seen it in Philadelphia. Every time there's a cold game, you've got your yahoos out there that have to take their shirts off. Oh, and they're paint, morons, uh, dude. Paint their knee. Yeah, they're <laughs> paint morons. Their name on their chest. Yes, they're idiots. But the point is, I want to see, I want to see the best players win. I, I mean, the best team win. I don't want somebody to win because. Uh, the, they slipped and fell on the ground, or or you brought a tractor out to kick a field goal. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see the tuck rule ever again. I don't know what you're Tom, talking about there. Yeah, I don't want to see the tuck rule ever again, where Tom Brady got away with one and they won multiple championships after that. You know, that was the de- that was when the deal with the devil was made by Tom Brady. Was when that tuck rule happened. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow. How else is things going? I'm getting really pissed off with no bags up here, John. You got to take your bags into the store. It's so annoying. It really uh, is. Man. It really is. I mean, you feel like a jerk. I mean, I'm not bag. I'm not a bagger. 
I mean, I'm at the end of the aisle now with five bags in the cart. First of all, the bags take up half the cart. Now I'm trying to bag everything, put everything. I mean, you got cash register people that that's what they're trained to do. You know how they put everything. I'm, I'm there to help bag. I always do that. But I feel like I'm under pressure now to put all my crap in my bag. Because now that they don't have to help bag at all, they just throw everything down the end of the, end of the aisle and at the end of the cash register. And you're stuck there bagging and you got everybody staring at you. Yeah, and all, all, it sounds like all of your stores are, what was that, uh, when I was a kid, my mom was on a budget. She'd go to some of them grocery stores where they didn't have bags. And, you know, you, you bought the, the scratch and dent and all that type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, you had to bag your own groceries and stuff there, but, but it was because it was so cheap. You know, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure Target's not exactly the cheapest place to shop. And you're nah, having to dude. do it yourself. So. With the way things are, dude, I just spent $181, or I'm sorry, it was 180 the other day, 161 and I don't know what I left with. I felt, I, I felt like I, I'm like, what? I had half a cart. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, John. And we finally hit, we're, we're over $5 for gas here. It's so awesome. Oh, congratulations. It's amazing, dude. It's absolutely amazing. I'm just watching my money go out and my 401k. It's, it's a wonderful time. I might not get to Disney anytime soon between gas and uh, the way everything else is. I don't know if I'll be able, to, be able to afford to go by the time I can go, John. You're talking about not being, I don't know if I'll be able to afford to go. And I only live 60 miles away. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. And you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because you got to stay working there. But in some ways, with the way you're paying for gas right now, I don't know if it's worth it for you. I have to. I have to keep the health insurance yep. now. Yep. I mean, because because uh, uh, nobody's going to cover with uh, the pre-existing condition. So I have no choice whatsoever. So let's uh, let's hope the gas does stabilize at some point, or I'm good. I don't even know what I could do. I mean, I'd get a motorcycle, but I mean, I'd endanger my life driving, working the thunderstorms and <laughs> in the night every, you know, the dark every morning. So she ain't gonna let me do that. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. So. Uh. I hear you, John, and I feel bad for you. That's why I was saying you're stuck between a rock and a hard place right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm to a point right now where what I'm spending, where I'm driving to every day the same way, it's like I, it's getting to the point where it's it's a tipping point. Is it worth it or not? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I know. I just had Mark McCullen just did a direct message to me on on FaceTime Messenger right now. Okay. And it, this is not true, but I'm going to read it live. Doug, I come to you, and I don't, I haven't even read it yet, so this could be ugly, John. <laughs> Doug, I come to you because you seem to know everything about Disney. Not John does. Where is the best play, place to complain about this Lightning Lane in Genie Plus? Question mark. The wait time said minimum for HTT Hollywood Tower Terror, I'm guessing, which we were fine with. 100. We approached the merger point where Genie Plus and the VIP group showed up, and they all let all 20 of them in. Then the normal Genie Plus people. So far, I've counted 60 pe- 62 people have moved in front of us while we got one group of three. They moved our virtual queue up 45 minutes on Cosmic Rewind, and now we're... We are po- we are possibly missing that too. We haven't even made it to the pre-show of HTT Hollywood Tower Terror since I've written this message. Fourteen more people have gone ahead of us. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
We did try Genie Plus one day of our trip, and honestly, it was the only way to ride anything with our annual passes expiring and almost all the benefits of DVC going away. We were looking at Universal and SeaWorld. Mind, mind doing a podcast on them too? Haven't been off Disney property in fifteen pro, Disney property in probably fifteen years. I just got this now, and this is what I'm constantly getting, John, all the time. And I don't know. Did you just hear the bing when we were talking? No. Uh-uh. That was the message coming in. That's why I read it. It literally popped. I thought Brenda was texting me because sometimes that's how she'll talk to me when we're doing the show about something. Yeah. And here yeah. it was this guy, Mark McCollin. So it, 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 and I get these messages all the time, and these are from people that, like, I'm down there, know how I'm complaining about, uh, how we're, how I'm, how I'm constantly complaining about this is because when I'm booking trips, I, ha- all of my people that book through me, John, have my email account and they have my text, and I'll get texts from them, and they're paying for the lightning lane and they're not getting what they want out of it. If you get one and all the other stuff, I and this is it's getting more and more and more, and it's it's starting to really annoy me that there's not. I feel like there's nothing I can do about it, and there's not. No, no. The only thing I would tell him is that uh, Universal is going to have the same type of thing. You're going to pay if you want the uh, Power Pass. You're gonna you're going to be able to bypass everybody. Either stay in the deluxe resorts, and uh, you're going to end up with the. If you don't pay for it, you're going to end up with the same thing. And SeaWorld, uh, yeah, your lines are dramatically cut down. The park is, uh, it's a beautiful park. They do a really good job, but uh, there is no theming, very, very little theming. It is not immersive at all like Universal and Disney. So it's a different type of experience, much more like a Six Flags. So All I know is, and I'm not being, and I'm not trying to defend Universal here at all, John, because I don't know as much as you do. All I know is everybody that I've known that stays at Universal with the Power Pass, absolutely love it. They say they get to do every ride yeah. multiple times, unlike yeah. Genie yeah, Plus, you, unlike Lightning Lane. If you stay at the Deluxe Resorts, uh, there's three of them, Portofino, uh, Hard Rock, and uh, uh, what is the third one? Hard Rock, Portofino, and... It's the newest the, one. I can't remember the name off the top of my the head. Thir- the yeah, third one, is, but... But even not, the other not, ones, you could also pay the extra and get it. Yeah, yeah, or you could pay as yes. a day guest. You could pay extra yes. and get it. Yes. And it, yeah, it, and everything I've heard about, yeah, that is, you, and you don't have to book windows and all that Nothing. Crap. You just go so, get in that yeah, lightning just, line. It's just, it's just a, a, just a super fast line. You get to skip the line. And actually, I mean, uh, me and Lisa always talk constantly every year about going to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, and that's the only way we're going to go to, uh, that is because, I mean, some of them haunted houses, you end up waiting two to three hours and the event is only last six hours. So I'm not going to wait in line for two haunted houses and call it a night. So yeah, we're going to spend the extra money on the, on the, uh, power. What is it called there? I forget power pass or something, but anyhow, you get to skip the line. So express pass. Express pass. Yep. Yeah. yeah so. I was responding to him real quick. So he didn't think I was being a total tool. Yeah, sure, sure you were. Yeah, I no, guess. It, it, I've, I've, heard, I, I don't want either one of them at any park. I mean, but it was funny on Twitter yesterday. We also uh, our buddies over the Grim Grinning Ghost and somebody else had tweeted out about how they missed the original Fast Pass when you got the paper at the Fast Pass machines. And I do too. At least you worked. You went and got it. If you got the Fast Pass, you went. When yours ran out, you went and got another one. I, I think that was the fairest way to do it. What do you I think? I think so too, and I I think you had to nominate somebody in your group, usually me. To, yes. Well, all, 
me who I didn't always me, but uh, it was was a chance for me to grab a beer while I'm over there getting the pass, uh, you know, after I grab that fast pass. So, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think you had to put in a little bit of effort, but you were rewarded for it, you know? And it, I mean, that was, that was always the plan, especially like Epcot. You'd go in, go over to uh, uh, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, one of the two, get the get the uh, fast pass and go wait in line for a uh, test track. That was always yeah. the plan. See, so. we would always do the Soren fast pass and wait in line for test track because at least the, yep. te- the queue was better at test track. Yep. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we would yeah. always do it. And. Yep. But, you know, Doug had to be a wise butt, as usual. And I said, yeah, Bob, maybe the Bobs will bring it back and they'll put a $20 uh, bill slot on it. And each time you get one, you got to slide a 20 in. What's your well, thoughts on that? that's pretty much what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, instead of Lightning Lane, bring back the paper. Yay, we're doing it for everybody. We're going to do it for you. But uh, you got to pay $20 a pop for these. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, but I know, dude. And then the other thing I read is, uh, Star Wars Hotel ain't doing too so so good, John. Have you been reading on that? No, I haven't seen that. But uh, that's uh, honestly, I think we kind of talked about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was going to be an initial rush of everybody going to it. But after, I mean, what repeatability is there? I mean, it's not like you're going to go there and do that every time, right? I mean, you're going to go do that maybe once every five years as your kids grow up. That's about it, though. Well, so. and the other thing is people's calling it is, which I cracked up because it's nowhere near this. They're using the term loosely. But some of the people that went and have done it because they were sur- – they, they did a major – they've been taking surveys about it. You know, when Disney starts taking surveys, there's a problem. You know how that is. Yeah, generally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and people are complaining that it's there's no – there's no rewritability about it for the price re- – restayability about it with the price point that you just said. But one of the people were saying that uh, that they kind of feel like they're in Star Wars jail for two days too, because you can only <laughs> you, you can only do what they're telling you to do. And there's certain things that, like some of the stuff, if you read all through it, and I'm not going to get into it now, but it's pretty darn corny. I don't want to do it either, John. Yes, yeah. I, I, I think it's like a Star Wars yoga or something, yeah, and, and like a, a YMCA dance or some crap they have you yeah. doing. Yeah, I mean, there's some, some stuff you just don't want to do. Yeah, and you can't be at Hollywood Studios the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's a whole yep. part of a deal that you get. So the one person was saying, I'm paying $6,000 for the two of us, and I feel like I'm paid to go to Star Wars jail. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because you're under, he goes, yeah, the room was nice, this was nice, and, and it wasn't just this couple, it was more than that. I mean, a lot of them were saying, like, uh, probably like 40% of the stuff that they give you to do, you don't even want to do it. It was like it was thrown yeah. in there. You know, uh, go play fish with, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like, you know, two full days of, and f- like 40% of it, they don't want to do. So, uh, it, it's been pretty, pretty I how do I want to put this? We pretty much seen this coming, in my opinion, and yours too. Yeah, I, I think so, and then I, I definitely think because there is no—you uh, did it once, and it was, even if you had a great time, are you yeah. really going to do that again? I mean, it's kind of that type of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so they would have to. I mean, honestly, it would almost have to be different destinations, you know. Maybe one time you went to some, but how would you do that? So exactly. it just wouldn't work. I mean, there's no way. So, no, and 
there's not enough to do. They need like 10 ports of coal, like a cruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it would have been better. All, and I love Star Wars. And, you know, I'm the biggest Star Wars fan on this show. But sure you are. They, they'd have been better off, in my opinion. And I said this to Brenda when they were making the Star Wars Hotel. They'd have been better off doing the Walt Disney Hotel and build it of the history of Disney. And then had excursions at all four parks. Am I, what, what do you think about that, John? <laughs> like the, I, the ultimate behind the scenes. Go, you get to do all the behind the scenes tours and get uh, get on. You get to go. You get like your own uh, guided tour through each of the parks. I mean that that's basically what the backstage tours are and stuff like that. So yeah, I think people would find that interesting. But I think Universal would they have the chance to do that. I mean yes. they have the chance with Harry Potter with the seven different years, the seven different books. There's yeah. seven different adventures, that seven different classes that you would be able to take. There's much more of a type of adventure setting you could have in in a different a different experience every time with harry potter than there is with star wars i mean star wars you're uh, harry potter you're on earth you know yeah. i mean there's magic but you're on earth yeah and star wars you're on a freaking other planet i mean how yeah. are you gonna do that you know so yeah they they they, they could have did something i mean even if it was something like a hotel that you know how they have all this mapping and all this other stuff that they have now like on mickey minnie's runaway railroad or whatever yeah. Even if they had it where they designed the hotel some way, like a movie set, like a big movie. Th I don't know how they would do it, but, you know, that's what they get paid for. But what if you had, like, you went for a week. First two days were Star Wars. The second two days were Pixar. The third th couple, the third two days were the Wonderful World of Disney, and then a day for the Wonderful World of Animals. You understand what I'm saying? Where it changed. And you would you would experience these different things, but I don't think that the re like you said the rewritability of two days at that park is I mean at that resort isn't worth the money that I mean it's ex that's an extraordinary amount of money for what you're getting, John. Yeah, and and I mean the fact is they had they they just had the failure of the NBA experience. Yes, and the NBA is incredibly popular. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that love the NBA, but the NBA experience did not work at all. And I think that's because it's marketing itself to too niche of a crowd. You know, it wasn't the sports experience. It was the NBA experience. So if I'm yeah. majorly more of a football fan, I'm not going to get anything out of it. You know, I mean, that, that, it would be interesting, but it's not as exciting to me as it would be if it was football. So, I mean, it. I think it, they, you're, you're going to have that initial run of your giant Star Wars fans. But then somebody like me, I can't even afford it. So, you know, I mean, I am a giant Star Wars fan, but it ain't going to happen. So you put it, you, you put the price too high yes. for your average fan, and then you're not going to have redoability for your extreme fan. So, yeah, I think it was a mistake, and I think they should have looked at the NBA experience and, and, and uh, really thought about it before they pumped all that money into it. I don't know, even know what they would do with it at this point no, if the, it did end up being a failure. In my opinion, the NBA experience, that building should have been a, uh, like an extension of Wide World of Sports. They should have Giant sports bar. Yes, built and built the wonderful world of Wide World of Sports on where the NBA was. Have like, uh, you know how you have Top Golf or whatever? 
You know, yeah. Top Golf. Yeah. Have yeah, some yeah, like yeah, simulators yeah. in there, uh, three or four golf simulators. Have a basketball area. Have a football yep. area. Have ta- every sport. Have different, and then have an area where you could have specials of different sports. When World Cup's going on, maybe the center arena is all about uh, soccer. Am I wrong? That would have been perfect. I mean, and and really, I mean, Disney is the uh, the king of looking at uh, what works. Uh, around Orlando and kind of maybe taking that for themselves. Look at the Living Seas. That was SeaWorld. Look yeah. at uh, uh, MGM. That was Universal. Look at uh, uh, way back when they really turned uh, the nightclubs and stuff at yeah. Pleasure Island. That was Church Street Station. Station yeah, my um, dad yeah, loved I mean, Church Street Station. All that type of stuff. So look at look at Dave and Buster's. Mm-hmm. I mean, for God's sake, you don't yes. have to go any farther than that. No. <laughs> you, know, you put a Dave and Buster's in there. It would. It, you know how popular that would be during the the football games on yeah. Sunday, Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, but do it on I don't, steroids. I don't understand it. Yeah, do it on yeah. steroids like we were yeah. just talking about. Just yeah. have it a total sports arena. It just doesn't make any sense why why they would spend all this money on that. So, yeah, I don't know. During the Super Bowl, in the center of it, have oh, yeah, all absolutely. about the Super Bowl adventure. Have big screen TVs. Have CD. Like I don't. And you know what? It was stupid you know what was the way they couple, did it. You know, it was there a couple of weeks ago when I had COVID. Of course, was the Stanley Cup. Uh, and so right now, you could have the Stanley Cup sitting there. So yes. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I think they really missed a chance to really embrace sports, and I mean. Uh, unless they're going to sell ESPN and ABC, I don't understand why they're trying to distance themselves away from it. No, so. well, they're not because ESPN just signed a major deal with the NFL, and they're supposed to be something I'm hearing. It's between Amazon and ESPN because I think Dish Network next year loses the total hold on the NFL Sunday ticket. Oh, nice. Good. I think they lose. The contract runs out next year, and what I'm hearing is both ESPN and or Disney and Amazon are bidding on it. To do, uh, and they're also going to stream games. And to be honest with you, at this point, I'm kind of hoping Amazon gets it over Disney. <laughs> Just be another monopoly. <laughs> no, yeah, well, one of the other. I mean, but, another thing for Disney to suck into their. <laughs> yeah, well, what? Like, I love Disney with all my heart, but I'm, I, I think they would screw it up somehow. Like, Amazon's greedy, but they're not. Like, they want to rule the world, but at least I still get deals from them. <laughs> If you get what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? It's, and plus I think it would be, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm right now. I have more faith in them than I do Disney as far as running. But what I'm hearing is some of the rumors are whoever gets it. The rumors are great. Uh, It'll be better than Dish Network because what I'm hearing is instead of buying the whole package, you can stream your own games each week. And would you be able to, per- like you had talked about before, would you be able to purchase individual games? That's what I'm hoping, and that's what I'm reading. Because remember, I brought that up years ago. I don't understand why yeah. I don't do it. So, and and I, I want, I would like the capability to just buy the Red Zone itself. I don't yes. need to watch every whole game. I mean, I just like it when they when they change to the one that's about the score. I mean, yeah. that's what I always find. Uh, the Red Zone's fascinating. That guy comes on and seven hours of uninterrupted football. Uh, there yes. it is. So, I mean, Believe me, as so. soon as the Eagles are over, I put that on unless there's yeah. a real game. Because I never understood it. I've said it on this show before. And I know Carmen and Brian are so excited how long we've been talking sports <laughs> here. But uh, uh, I've always said before, I don't understand why on like Tuesday, the NFL don't have you go on and have a vote for what game you want played if your home teams know how like Tampa Bay plays at one and then you'll get the four o'clock game or yeah, Tampa Bay. It's will always, play- yeah. Yeah. And half the time it's 
Dallas Cowboys for some reason. Yeah, so. it's a game you don't want to say. Like yeah. around here, we get the Jets and the Steelers all the time, or the Giants. Yeah. My point is, I don't understand why they don't allow you to go on on Tuesday. And whatever games are not your home team game, like the other slots, you get to vote on what you wish was playing. Don't you think the ratings would be better? You would think. You would think. And then also, you're getting a traffic to your website. which Wouldn't that help your advertisers? Because I think people pay more attention to the advertisers on a website than they do on TV anymore, because I just switch channels immediately. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... But that's the rumor that those two are going to be bidding. The NFL is going to definitely be moving. And the leader in the clubhouse right now, it, every week it changes between Disney and uh, Amazon. So Sounds good to me. Yeah. So, anyhow. But, yeah, the Star Wars Hotel, John, isn't doing good. And my heart's not broken over it. It's not all that surprising. And again, I would like to see it. I seen that a telecaster over there, who's not Judas' favorite, but from the Diz Unplugged, he, him, and his wife spent a few days there, and I got to see it, and it really does look beautiful. I mean, it was Disney-fied. It, it, they, it is beautiful. But when you read through the itinerary, John, me and you'd be sitting on the side drinking beers like three quarters of the day if we weren't over at Galaxy's Edge. So, <laughs> but. So that was the well, best. I mean, maybe that's yeah. what maybe that's how they'll end up saving it at some point. Is maybe that's how they'll end up saving it by at some point is by getting rid of forty percent of the stuff, keeping the fifty or sixty percent that is fun, giving you more free time and cutting the price. So you know, yeah, yeah, because it's 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 uh it's not worth what they're asking right now for me. Yeah, no, so not what, at all. What bus route did you have today? Uh, Caribbean Beach B side only, which is only Jamaica and Aruba. Uh, to Animal Kingdom, and then I had the backstage shuttle at Animal Kingdom. Okay. Get to see any animals? Uh, no, backstage, no. There's no animals at all unless you catch, catch uh, count some of the cast members. No, well, they seen you and me, John. They'd be counting. We'd be counting. As yeah, there you go. There you go. Dirty dogs. Uh, well, there is a tip for you, Doug. If you are at the parks in the morning and you're returning to Caribbean Beach, uh, be aware that the routes are split up to two different buses, A-side, B-side. B-side consists of uh, Jamaica and Aruba, and A-side consists of Old Point Royal, Trinidad, uh, and what is that other one, Barbados. Okay. Um, so if you, depending where you stay at, make sure you get on the right bus. That's only until about 11 o'clock in the morning, but if you just popped over really quick for breakfast or something, make sure you ask that driver which which route or which stops was he making. So. And Old Port Royal is where all the action happens. That's the main hub of the Caribbean beach. It is indeed. And there's also, uh, there's always the interior uh, shuttle bus. It's you know, it's one of the few resorts that does have a all-day interior shuttle bus. So if you do get on the long bus, it's not that big. Well, yeah, it has no choice. Where you need to get. Yeah, it has no choice. But how big that resort is, if you're on the other side from Old Port Royal, you... It's like walking. Uh, it's a it's a nice hike to walk over there. It doesn't bother me, but it it isn't a fun hike. And it, it, I mean, it's a long hike. You know. Oh yeah, that's the that's the biggest resort we have. Um, well, other than Fort, Wayne. but uh, yeah, as a regular. Yeah, you must be hitting that twilight zone again, John. Uh, 
it's raining and I'm going through the hills. So it's raining with the sun absolutely blasting on me, but it's raining nonetheless. Cause it's, why? Because it's Florida. So okay. So you're in those. You're well, you're in the uh, Rocky Mountains. Yeah, yeah, the Claremont Mountains. Uh, but anyway, I I like Caribbean Beach. I I rec- I I don't mind it there. It's one we've never stayed at. Yeah, I love it there. I liked it there. The 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 clips of music kind of got to me after six days, John. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That, I might have, I might have had enough uh, steel drums this morning to last me a couple of days. That's, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so. imagine six days of that, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, the first couple of days uh, I would do the hokey pokey dance the whole time, and then after that it got a little old. Yeah, at the uh, Fort Wilderness. The entire and it, and it's kind of quaint and cute, rustic. Yeah, the first couple of times, but after a while, twang, 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 really starts to sound like delivery after a while. So, yeah, for a little that, yeah, yeah, that old uh, banjo can get to you after a while. Yeah, the old banjo. Uh, a boost for Walt Disney World is COVID testing requirements for air travel arriving in the United is. is Arriving in the United States is set to end, so Virgin Atlantic and other airlines are excited about uh, international travel coming now, John. So maybe they can get some of the international cast members back is what I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, rumor has it they've they've been recruiting. So, yeah, I think within a couple of months we'll start to see some of them. I mean, there there's certainly some of them there already. I mean, I've seen um, a lot of Japanese uh, people uh not any Chinese, I don't think, um, but uh, and not Norway. Most of Europe I haven't seen yet. So um, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, I still think we're a little slacking on that. But I mean, the college regular college program was brought back, so pretty soon we should have the international college program brought back too. So, well, I'm hoping for it. Yeah, yeah. You and me both. And something else is set to reopen. Now, me and you go there, what, four or five times a month, John, when it was open. When I was, Every time I was down, you know, Victoria and Alberts were always over there. I, You know, I stop by there for filet on the way home when I'm hungry. You know, when I want something to go, uh, quick, pick me up. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I go to the chef. Yo, Alberto, send me out some food, buddy. And he takes care of me. But, Scott, Scott, Mr. Mr. Scott Joseph, over here, over here, please. Yeah. There Actually, you. I've met him several times. I, 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 I have met the chef there because I used to deliver to him. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World Fine Dining Restaurant, Vicky and Al's, will make its return on July 28, 2022, reservation starting on June 20th. Doesn't give any pricing here, though, John. Do you really need to, Doug? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, there is. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I was going to say, Victorian Alberts is like one of those places, if you have to ask the price, don't even worry about it. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you. Upon reopening, you'll savor your way through a tasty chef's testing menu, starting at $2.95 per guest, with a wa- with an optional wine pairing starting at, how much you think, John, per guest? Wine, 100 bucks. 150 per guest. So if you do, wow. the, if you do the wine and the, and the meal, you're talking four, $900 off. For two people. Woo-wee. Yeah, let me see. Two ninety-five, two ninety-five, two. Come on, I'm doing my gazintas. Two ninety-five, two ninety-five. We'll call that six hundred. And then one fifty and one fifty, three hundred. Yeah, we're talking nine bills, John. That's before tip. Yeah, you got a tip? 
And what kind of tip you leave on that? Yeah. 180 bucks, I guess. Gee, Jiminy Christmas, $200. You Ooh. had two bills, Ooh. dude. Ooh. Uh. I cry when I spend 202 bills for freaking dinner. So uh, I can't imagine. That's just the tip. Holy cow. Yeah. With ever evolving menu, Vicky Nell's, you will be able to indulge in dis- dishes such as Colorado lamb and with pickled blueberry and violet mustard and line caught turbot with fennel fondue and a parade baru blanc. Those who enjoy the finest of beef can experience a wagyu or a wagyu A5 Miyazaki with sauce romisco and potato risotti. Chocolate lovers will enjoy the spectrum of chocolate. I mean, I'm I don't know, dude, if it's worth nine hundred dollars for a flaming yawn and uh, some lamb because I'm not even going to eat the lamb. I'm going to eat everything they give me. If I spend that much on dude, it, dude, I'd, I'd eat the, the shit. I'd eat the chef sneakers after the praying for all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you grill those socks up for me, please? Yeah, leading the talented chefs is executive chef Kevin Chong. Who oversees the culinary operation at Disney's Resort and Flirting Grand Flirting Resort and Spa? So, I don't know, John. I don't think I'll ever see Vicky and Al's anytime soon. Like I said, when me and Brendan moved down there, maybe for our anniversary, but uh, they should do a beer pairing too, because I do need to get drunk spending that kind of money, but it's not going to be on wine. <laughs> I'd do the wine. I'd enjoy. I mean, if I was going to spend that type of money, I'd have to do wine. So at least I'd save that money, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, I just don't. I, I just don't see that happening, Doug. I, I really don't. You know. No, I. It's it's crazy. I mean, even though now you'll spend that much in gas and beef to buy it yourself, <laughs> so I mean, you might as well just go. I mean, I go to the local market now and buy a flaming yawn. It's almost a hundred bucks. It seems like. Uh, D23 Expo 2022 is just a few months away, and today we have details of major panels and presentations, including a main event for park fans, the Disney Parks Experience and Production presentation by DeMarco. Josh DeMarco. What do we have here? The theme park presentation will take place on September 11, Sunday, September 11, 2022 at 10.30 a.m., D23 says there will be an announcement and updates on the magic happening around the world in the parks, the high seas, and at home. And beyond the attendees, we'll get behind the scenes look at big dream of Disney Imagineer. Every Disney fan will want to be part of this special presentation for the full exciting news and surprises. Now, I'll sit home and watch somebody on YouTube tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure they'll have, they'll give me all the greatest news, and uh, if you watch the right one, he'll get right up there and uh, uh, have it before anybody else. So, you know. Yeah, they got Lucas Films on Saturday, September 11th. Characters like Doc McStuffin and stuff like that, Owl House, all that. September 11th, Marco talks about the parks. So, I don't know. That's all there is on it right now. There's no pricing for it as of right now. I don't see anything here, but must be free. <laughs> I've watched 20 Netflix comedies in the last month, and that might have been the funniest punchline I've heard, John. <laughs> uh, anyhow, what do we have next here, Johnny? 
This does not want the cosmic rewind. But um, bum. Disney World operating hours are now posted through August 18th. So if you have a summer trip plan, hop on Disney's Parks blog and uh, get all the latest updates on the hours. Uh, outdoor seating add into Connections Cafe at the Eatery at Epcot. That's pretty cool, John. Yeah, this time of year you probably don't want to use it, but uh, come October, November, it'd be really nice to sit out there, especially have your Starbucks coffee with a little chill on here. That'd be nice. The other thing would be great too if they, because there's plenty of room under there where they could add more and more. They got quite a few out there now, but not a ton. But they could add more and more, and I, I would like to see them add more doing for more during food and wine. Yeah, and they could always put. I mean, there was always a. Uh, wasn't there a second story on Connections Cafe in the first place? I don't remember. No, me I mean, uh, when it was uh, Electric Umbrella, I don't remember. I don't remember I know either. I, was, I know in there it was a one tall time. building. Yeah. But uh, on that outdoor area, they could certainly put a, a second story on it and, uh, you know, put more seating on a second floor. Yeah, I was only there uh, one time, John. <laughs> now, did you put your application in for minivans again, John? I'm going to go check it out. Uh, I had heard that or when I went to try for the first time, it was only college kids and it was only part-time. So I don't know if they're trying to do full-time yet or not. I wonder if you get part-time when you're not no. doing your full-time. <laughs> no, can't do that. Yeah, I've tried. Well, believe me, that would be my idea. That would be perfect. Instead of picking up shifts here for overtime, I just work over there. But no, all part-time um, jobs at Disney, you have to have three days availability. So maybe if I ended up with a four-day bid at buses where I worked, uh, uh, say, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and then I had Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday availability, yeah. maybe a possibility. So. Yeah, well, man, look into it. That would it. be interesting. Yeah, yeah that would be interesting. Minivan service provides service to guests within locations within Walt Disney World Resort from 6.30 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. daily, but will not be serving Orlando International Airport for now. All right, so a quick word about the minivan service. Uh, most, most parks and Disney Springs, no, actually Disney Springs are going to get dropped off at the same place as the buses do. Um, most of the parks, with the exception of the Magic Kingdom, uh, you're going to be yeah, actually all the parks. That's what I was going to say. All the parks are going to be dropped off, including the Magic Kingdom, um, in the bus loop. So especially at the Magic Kingdom, if you're taking Uber and Lyft the rest of the week and you're paying the regular price, but you want to skip the ferry or the monorail and get directly to the bus loop, that would be the one day that you'd want to pay the extra money for the minivan because that, it, granted, you know, at nine o'clock in the morning, that's probably going to save you, what, 40 minutes instead of because uh, Lyft and Uber is going to drop you off at TTC. Minivan is going to drop you off at the bus loop at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So. yeah. And the only way around that would be to book a breakfast at the Contemporary or over to Grand Floridian Grand and get Floridian. dropped off there and walk on yep. over. That's yep. what I do. Just make sure you have a reservation because yeah. the security guards do, don't really want to argue with you in the morning about whether or not. And, and believe me, I do. the last thing I want to do is get my bus behind you or behind your Uber driver and he can't turn around and he can't go into the place. It's not a pleasant experience. So. Or or be ready and not to stutter and say you're going to go to the Grand Floridian Cafe for breakfast or over to Contemporary, go, say you're going to the Contempo Cafe because they don't take reservations and 
That's what I've done a few times. I would remember I went down with Mark Don and and I mean Mark and Jimmy. Remember the guys trip? Yeah. We went over there and had breakfast at the Contempo Cafe. Like every day, we went to the Magic Kingdom. But there don't don't stutter. I mean, when you get up there, don't go to the Tempo. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the counter service. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Have your story ready and, uh, no. and do it. Don't no. don't say you're gonna you're gonna do it, not do it because. Then you're just a dingleberry. Yeah, so. just say, um, you know, I pull up and say, because I've driven a few times, so I'll say I'm having breakfast at the Contempo Cafe, and they usually like, yeah, and I'm, I'm like, we do this, it's tradition. I'm, and I mean, the one time I pulled in, I said, listen, I've been taking this knucklehead since he's been eight years old with Jimmy, you know what I'm saying? And the guy giggled, and, but you just can't be a matter of fact about what you're doing. Don't act like you're doing something to be guilty, because then that's when they call you out on it. And don't argue with the security no, guard. No, He's just trying to do his job. Yep. So don't be a uh, a hole if uh, if he's not going to let you in, especially if it's Christmas Day. Yeah. Don't, don't be surprised yeah, anyway, if yeah, you get turned away. No. So. And 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 if you're going to say that, go in and eat. Don't be a tool. Because that's my deal. Because I can't. That's my my uh, something's going to go wrong kind of deal if you follow me because I can't lie yeah. or stuff like that. If yep. I'm saying I'm yep. going to eat, we are going to eat. We did that. We ate there like three times. I've I've done it multiple times, but that week we ate there three times. You know, it was yep. became we liked it. We enjoyed it. It was nice right there by Chef Mickey's. Uh, we had a day, and what I like about the Contempo, unlike other fast food, it's it's made to order. You just go. Yeah, you don't, and don't yeah. they give you real silverware? Real yes, place, yes, yeah, yeah. So, so it's kind of that hybrid thing. Yeah, you know, it's it's the cross. Yes, so. and I enjoy it, but I didn't have to make a reservation because the three of us. What happened is because the girls weren't around, we were ready a lot earlier than we thought. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so and what are you trying to say? Yeah, you know, you know exactly what I'm saying, John. But we went right over. We had breakfast like three. Yeah, we were there for the week uh, three times. We went to the Magic Kingdom that week early in the morning. There you know, because Jimmy and all of us, uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, you know, and I mean, uh, Seven Doors Mine Train had just opened then, you know what I'm saying? We wanted to get there early, so. But no, go, if you're saying you're doing it, make sure you go and eat. Don't give yourself bad karma. Don't lie and say you're going to go eat at the Grand Floridian Cafe and don't. So, yep. if you're going to do it, go do it. And, and and it's a good breakfast at both of them. Uh, the minivan service provides service daily, blah, 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 is what I said, 6.30 a.m. to 12.30 trying to say with the return of minivans more than 75 original cast members are returning to their roles so 75 people are coming back john that's pretty cool yeah i think one of our bus drivers was uh had been a minivan driver he went back already so okay uh, i'm just trying to see what else we have here how minivan works open your lift app and select Walt Disney World destinations. Confirm your pickup at location destination. Lift will provide. Lift will provide a fair estimate, and your payment will be processed with the app. Tap select on the minivan, and the minivan service is not default. Vehicle type will display. You will need to scroll through the vehicle options until minivan service is displayed. The app. The app will display a map tracking the vehicle en route along with identifying vehicle's number to help you spot your car. This is after you tap select minivan. Minivan service is not a default which type displayed. You will need to scroll through until you see the minivan service. So, uh, Need a vehicle? It says 
open the lift up, blah, blah, blah. It tells you this again. What do we expect? Minivans, they're roomy because they're, you know, they're all those Chevy, what do they call it, uh, extra, uh, traverses? Yeah, they're the traverses now. They're not the Equinoxes anymore. When they were here before, they had the Equinox, which were pretty decent size, but, uh, you know, these are bigger. Yeah. So they're they're even uh, more fuel efficient. So <laughs> yeah, they're big, and then they actually have a couple of the um, transit vans, too. So if you've got a large group of like probably 10 to, I would imagine they probably fit 10 to 15. So if you've got a large group, they can accommodate that too. So. Yeah. And a lot of them, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm like 99. I think if you request a car seat, they will, uh, they'll have yeah. some car seats. Yeah. I've too. seen them, I've seen them dropping off and they do have the car seats in the back and they'll, they'll bring them out and have them ready for you. So. I responded to this, Mark, and then back and forth, and I just told him that we read his thing on the show. And because I told him to go, uh, I told him when he was done, go to customer service at the front of the park and say something about it. That's the only way they're going to know. Am I right, John? Talk to a person about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, sending emails and stuff like that's one thing, but actually putting your concerns in front of an actual living human being means a lot. And, uh, again, don't be a D-hole. Yes. It's not that cast member's uh, fault. Mm. He, he or she yeah. didn't do it. So well, just most explain the to them the situation. Most so. of the people listening to our show, John, are fair, righteous human beings, John. They're not going to be mean people. Yeah. <laughs> not going to be Doug? Okay. <laughs> no. Hey, John, you know me now. I'm not mean until I need to be. Am I wrong? <laughs> Yeah, but they're certainly that on-off with. <laughs> yeah, well, as long as they're not one to me, I'll be polite and nice to them. So There you go. So I wrote back, thank you so much for reaching out. Uh, we were recording and read it live on the show. He said, awesome, I love the show, and it's the only Disney podcast I can listen to each week because you guys shoot it straight. I will send you the good and bad list when we get home Tuesday, but I just reached out in frustration because... At least I feel like you understand. Thanks again for all you guys do. It really does keep some of the magic and football in Disney. Now, there you go. That's a true <laughs> fan right there. Yeah, he likes Disney and football. Good man, good yeah. man. Well, thank you, Mark, for reaching out. And you will enjoy the beginning of this show, too, as we were talking about sports. So thanks, Mark. We really appreciate your input. We appreciate you listening to us each week. And I got another one to read later, John. Somebody called me Paul. Paul. And made a complaint that we were picking on the LBGQ community. And I don't think we were picking on anybody. But I got chewed out for no reason. And I, Is there a Paul on our show, John? A Paul? Huh, interesting. There, there's nothing even that it reminds with Paul. It's not like Don or, or uh, you know, Don no. and John or... or well, we like always, that, so. I always read everything, John. So I'll read this one because it really took me off guard. Hold on. I'm going to our reviews. Do, 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 do. I know we're all over the place this week, guys, but it is what it is. This is this stupid it's show. pub talk. This is pub talk. We're all over. You know, pretty girl walks in the pub, we get distracted. So we're all over the place. Uh, we, and where are they all? See all. I'm old, man. It's miserable. It's, it's, it's getting me through. Here I go. And now, am I wrong? It's a, and this is back in April we got this one. Shoe, S-H-O-E-F-F. So I want to read them all. I was so disappointed to hear the way Paul, in particular, spoke about gender identity in the most recent episode. When we, do you remember this episode, John? 
Uh, not necessarily, and I don't remember Paul at all. So. No, I mean, it, 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 they did say it didn't seem to come from... Uh, it didn't... It, about identity in most recent episode, it didn't seem to come from a hateful place, but his words were very ignorant and hurtful. I'm sure it was me. <laughs> it was anybody, John. <laughs> so I know it wasn't you. So Doug but must Paul? be Paul this week or something. <laughs> if you don't want to take the time to learn about why trans or non-binary folks should be addressed in general neutral ways, then please don't speak on the issue. Shouldn't Disney make space for everyone and feel comfortable included? Are you... A, are you a cis man? <laughs> I'm a cis man. See, this is what cracks me up. It's like, even if I said this stuff, right, they feel like they could attack you back and it's okay. You're like, you're telling me not to do what you're telling me what I did. <laughs> Am I wrong, John? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lead by example. Exactly. Yeah. Are you so fragile that not having your gender reinforced is every indication with the cast member is so kind of disaster? Yikes. It might have been when I was talking about when I went to the register and if somebody called me something wrong, I, didn't, I was going to say I want my room free. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but whatever. I just thought it was funny because it was Paul. So, I don't know. Doug, Paul, it's all the same, right? Uh, uh, I guess I'm Polly Walnuts off the air. But Oh, man. If, yeah. I, if, if I offended you, I, I don't think, I mean, we... we it is what I am who I am. I, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but you know, I just, I they think there's a time and a place for everything. Right, John. I, I would think so. And I, I, I mean, we certainly, uh, spoke about, uh, inclusion at Walt Disney world. It's one of the keys there now. And I mean, uh, and I mean, what you, you hear is what you get. I mean, it, 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 we're kind of, we're kind of blue collar gruff people. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry. It's, it's the way it is. Yeah. And believe me, I mean, uh, I have, uh, nothing but, uh, admiration for gay people. I had a gay brother for God's yeah. sake. So I really, but, uh, I mean, I, and don't be so sensitive. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't jump down everybody's throat because you, you heard one little incident that maybe you didn't care about. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. My part, it's supposed to be, uh, the thing with Disney is everybody's supposed to feel comfortable there. That's the idea of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fine. So. Uh, we got another one too. My favorite podcast. I love your show. Whenever Paul, whenever I hear Paul, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, this one's from Chubby Pug. It came in last Sunday. I love your show. Whenever I'm in the car, I can always listen to the new episode. This is my favorite podcast for long drives. I am going to Disney in August. If you guys can give me any tips, I'd be happy to hear them. Disney fan from a Disney fellow fan, uh, Braden. So. Braden, we'll, we will give you some tips. Uh, me and John will work something up for you. But just don't call... First thing, don't call me Paul. Because I can't help <laughs> you if you call me Paul. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to start off easy. Uh, August, uh, bring water and yes. water and, and, and drink water and drink water and uh, use some sunscreen. So, oh, 100%. And we'll, we'll get some more together, but man, those two, that'll save you a whole lot of help. <laughs> so. And comfortable shoes, and, and shoes yeah. that you're not going to sweat in, and, uh, but really, sunscreen, Paramount, uh, water, do what I do, we freeze water, and I also freeze a couple, of, whatever you're drinking, iced tea, soda, whatever, put a couple of them in the freezer the night before. Just, if it a bottle, just let a tiny bit out so it don't overexpand. You know what there I'm saying? Go. But... Yeah, put them in your bag. It's one of the main things. But uh, and uh, I would say go to the park early, 
uh, hang out. Take a break. Yeah, go back and then stay late because the hours are extra. So, you know what, Doug? Uh, I think maybe uh, we, maybe at some point we could do a, a little segment on all the uh, cool places to to hide, to hang out in the parks and around the parks. Because there's several, you know, like uh, if you're walking around Epcot, you can leave an international gateway and find you some places to go and sit for an hour or two in the air conditioning and relax in the middle of the afternoon. If you can't get back to your hotel room easy enough, there's certainly some places to go where you can uh, rest and relax. Maybe your children could even take a nap in the stroller. So maybe we'll, we'll get a little show together on that. That would be awesome. we got to try doing more during the week. We were supposed to do the food options. I'm going to try to bring that up real quick for... The changes, remember at Holiday, because there's not much, not much more news, so I think that's where I'm going to go okay. next. But I was going to bring up the, the 50s prime time and the. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, sci-fi dining theater. Yeah, they changed their menus, and I'm just going over to the news over here. There wasn't a ton here either. New attraction pins for Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Uh, instruction instructions posted for Star Wars Batuu Bounty Hunters Magic Band Plus game. So they got that new game. Remember we were talking about that on a prior show? That's starting yep. over. That's cool. I do like that. Uh, five new annual pass holder cases available at Walt Disney World, John. The only problem is, is you can't get in to get them if you don't have a reservation. And then menu changes coming to the Coral Reef too, John. They're actually going to serve more fish there maybe? That would be nice if they had a selection of more than tilapia. Dude, this restaurant is so gorgeous, but it has... I've never seen a restaurant with least... So least... Not, they don't have hardly any entrees. The least amount of entrees I think I've seen on any menu. So, I mean, if you went to Bonefish Grill and they had one fish item, wouldn't you be a little disappointed? Maybe two? I mean, come on. It's in your name. Red Lobster, uh, they have uh, chicken, and tra- uh, chicken and steak. I mean, Yeah, exactly. But the entrees now are, they do have a, the appetizers now are a shrimp cocktail for $16, trio of seasonal dips for $12, New England clam chowder for $10. I'd like a good clam chowder. What about you, John? Uh, in the wintertime down yeah. here, you can't, I can't do it in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to go July, sit on World Showcase, no. and chow down on some clam chowder. But during January, February, December, January, February, March at night, I could, I could deal with that. The New England clam chowder has baby clams, applewood smoked bacon, potatoes, and cream. That sounds so good. And then a Caesar salad. They have a, you know, uh, what was new is the lo- they have a new lobster bisque too, John. And then New England clam chowder and the seasonal dips are what's new. Uh, the entrees are shrimp and grits, sauteed shrimp, cheddar grits, local corn, succotash, andouille, andouille sausage, creole spice, emulsion for $32. Grilled vegetable scores with impossible kefka, John's favorite. Yeah. Uh, ten ounce slow roasted prime rib for thirty six dollars. Loaded mashed potatoes with bacon and BC butter. But again, I, I'm not trying to be a tool, but it sounds good. But I don't want to eat a, a prime rib at a, a fish restaurant. Do you, John? I'm going there because I'm in the mood for fish. That would generally be the assumption. See, I don't think they should have anything but the chicken. If you're the person that goes there to don't want the seafood, deal with the chicken. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, they have a Cajun chicken pasta 
which is a pulled Cajun chicken, uh, spiced chicken, Parmesan cream sauce, roasted mushrooms, and peas, peppers, and onions. A seared mahi-mahi with jasmine rice, coconut, and cilantro lime sauce. So I won't eat that because I don't want the cilantro, and John don't want the coconut. There you go. Uh, but it's a seared mahi-mahi, and then an orange glazed, glazed sustainable salmon. The mahi-mahi is 32, and the salmon's 29. Uh, so they removed the smoked wild mushroom, what, sapini, and the oven-roasted citrus marinated half chicken, and they added the sustainable salmon and the Cajun uh, chicken pasta. But still, like, like this is my point. They got... Six entrees on the whole menu, John. I, Six I and two are fish and one is shrimp. I mean, I would like to see uh, if if you got to have six, five are seafood and one is, and and more of a choice than salmon and and my my. You can get that every restaurant on property probably serves at least a salmon dish. You yeah, know what that. about a red I mean, snapper or something like yes. that? Yes. Yeah. A red snapper or, or uh, a Chilean sea bass or a whole lobster or, I mean, come on, guys. You know, you're going to a seafood restaurant. Let's, let's have some seafood. And it's sad. And here we are bitching and moaning again, as usual. I'm, I was ho- I was hoping for good things because I love the inside. This is one of my favorite restaurants inside. I love it in there. You know, the atmosphere is awesome. The tank is beautiful. Uh, but you're you're right, but not totally right. It's three non-fish items john <laughs> because you had the grilled vegetable skewers which is kefka kefta you have the prime rim and then the chicken so you only yeah. have the shrimp and grits the mahi mahi and the sustainable salmon i mean yeah only only half yeah and we've said before yeah i do prefer uh i do like it when they have a, a downsized menu because usually it's better but i mean come on you should have six or eight fish your itself options you should have what about some seared scallops what about crab cakes what about you know any kind of crab dungeness crab king crab. i mean i i don't i don't know i just think that's a little weak of a menu it always has been that's been the i mean that's like a prime location that they've ruined i don't think it i've never seen that book like where i can't get a reservation for it no no that one's always available and i mean uh, for goodness sake we're in the middle of florida you got the atlantic on one side and the gulf of mexico on the other how about a grouper option i mean why is there not and like you said snapper i mean uh some some fresh red snapper and uh, and a fried grouper sandwich i mean that, that would be fantastic yeah well what about and also what you know what about uh uh some mussels or stuff like that john i yeah. mean it's a seafood restaurant i don't I don't, I don't know. I just, I just, I just wish they had more options there because I would go there more often. I don't know about you. I would, but I, I don't think. I guess they're just trying not to compete with because obviously I don't think they're going to be able to compete with Boathouse and Paddlefish. So I, yeah, I but guess you're in Epcot. Just, they, you've conceded. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, yeah, I know. Uh, why can't you be the premier seafood restaurant at Epcot? Okay, so you can't be the premier seafood restaurant on property but why can't you at least have the best i mean as it is i'd probably rather have go have fish and chips at the yorkshire fish shop so oh yeah well i think there's more fish options on the the rosen crown puff than there is in there <laughs> yeah 
But anyway, I mean, you've had uh, Le Cellier and Yachtsman Steakhouse. There's like five steakhouses that are all pretty STK. There's a ton of them. They all compete with you. If they're all good, they're all going to, there's enough people to sustain them all, in my opinion. Exactly. Yep. You know, where you're at, we'll just go here tonight. That one's booked. Well, maybe you'll get more people in Epcot that night. I mean, for dinner, you know, I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm headed over here now, John, then I'll let you go. I'm just going to read this menu real quick. Where are you at now? Uh, just about to ask. Uh, where's Hollywood Studios on allyears.net? It's hiding from me, John. Maybe it's under MGM. <laughs> I wish. Wish it was still MGM because it would be the good old days. And Downtown Disney and MGM and uh, Pleasure Island. and. Uh... Dude, you're just making me cry now because they were, oh my God, that was my first year down there and that was the best, best ever. Yeah, so uh, I've done the backstage bus at the west side at uh, Epcot several times, and there's um, a big warehouse that I know you, Doug, would absolutely adore to just walk through, but we can't do that. We can't even do that. But they have the doors open sometimes, and you can see in there, and there's just these shells of unused uh, signs and uh, oh. um, seeming elements and all that type of stuff, and on one of the racks, they have it hung up there, and it's at the top is that big, big Pleasure Island uh, sign that used to be at, uh, uh, I forgot where it was. I don't know if it was which parking lot it was by, but it was the big round one that had P.I. Pleasure Island written on it. And so every time I drive by, I look at it and I go, man, that would be awesome to put in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get that puppy lit up. All the neighbors would <laughs> planes would be landing in the in the canal behind your house, John. Exactly. Uh, so here we go, Johnny. So I'll let you go after this. We'll take like the next 10, 10 minutes and do these menus and call it a night. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. 50 primetime Cafe 2022 lunch and dinner menu. I love the Primetime Cafe. Uh, Tables of Wonderland, you get 20% off. Annual Pass Holder, 10%. DVC, 10%. Uh, recent changes. Blah, blah, blah. You got 50th anniversary merchandise in here. Uh, they got an Espresso 980 Gym Bowls Blue Corrals Lemonade for $17, John. So, and you get a, a, a Sylvaneer glow cube with it. <laughs> Woo! But the they have jalapeno popper deviled eggs for 11 bucks as one of the new appetizers, John. You, Doug, you can stop right there. I'll take that and a high lie, and I would be a happy, happy man. Oh. And I know they have high lie on draft. Yeah. So pickled, I mean, uh, oh, deviled eggs and jalapenos. Oh, gosh, leadless. Yes, uh, please. My mother and my mother-in-law both make wonderful uh, deviled eggs, dude. I loved some deviled eggs, dude. Oh, I can kill a tray of them. Yeah, me too. Those ones, that, have you got the ones at home coming yet? At Chef yes. Smith? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And they're so cute, aren't they, John? They're adorbs. Oh, they, they, they were adorbs, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Adorbs. I, 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 they were really good, but, I mean, uh, honestly, I think the best devil eggs I've ever had have been, like, from an 
and and I don't want to be sexist, but I am. But from an old lady who <laughs> just cooked them in the my my mom obviously like your mom and mother in law made the best ones, and I make them and they taste pretty good. But for some reason I just can't get them to taste quite the way she could. Yeah, so yeah. they've sprinkled that little bit of paprika on the end. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know they're out of the jar, but it's so damn good. <laughs> you know, just something. Know what it is, John? They're made with it's love. love, Doug. They're it's made love. with love. Yeah. I still dream about my mom's potato salad, John. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Even though my wife, my mother-in-law make phenomenal, I still, something about my mom's potato salad and her vegetable soup was to die for. Uh, beer battered, and the other thing, and I know you hate it because of being in the Army, but I love dry beef gravy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Or what the Navy. The Navy, I'm sorry. The Navy, Holy I apologize. God almighty. I called you a dirty word there, didn't I, John? Oh, you know we love all servicemen, but I know inside <laughs> yeah, the well, Army and Navy, there's a little bit of a war. Uh, so. Yeah, I never called you out so quick on anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Navy. But, all right. Uh, you, know, S, you, know, you know, I like SOS a lot. I, I've always yeah. like, and my mom used to make SOS. So it was phenomenal, homemade with the fresh, uh, dry beef, and she made her own gravy and all, John, and it was phenomenal. So I know you had your fill of that on the boat, right? And in the navy, they made they made it quite often. But honestly, we had um, as as in the military, you'll learn quickly. They they have a lot of overruns, and from they buy from the uh, the people that have made too much stuff. And so it seems like the entire time I was in the military, they had overruns on um, little, what are they called? Little, the little prairie chickens, um, Cornish game hens. Yes. I never ate a Cornish game hen before in my life, and I'll never eat them again because we ate those probably two to three times a week. The entire and they're a delicacy, the too. Ship. They're a delicacy, yeah, too. I don't know why we had so many. Them and kiwi. We had yeah. kiwi coming out our ears. Couldn't get fresh milk, but there was kiwi on the on the on the menu all the damn time. So I'm sure Robbie's had so. many foo-foo Cornish game heads with a perfect side of wine. You perfect. Wine I had parent. them roasted. <laughs> I had them roasted until they were dry. That's yeah. how we ate them. Yeah. So. But no, I love SOS. I could literally, I, and you, and we've talked about this before. I'm never, I barely ever go back for seconds. I'm not a seconds kind of guy. One big meal is good by me. But I could eat a half a loaf, loaf of bread with SOS. <laughs> <laughs> Make yourself sick, right? Yep, toast. I'd toast the bread, and I was in heaven. But the appetizers are beer-battered onion rings here at the 50s prime time. Served with a... Oh, my goodness. I drank too much soda. Served with a horseradish sauce for $12. Beer-battered onion rings with a horseradish sauce? That sounds pretty good with a couple beers, too, John. That does, and but we've discussed onion rings before, yes. too. But the deal Two. is, we'd have to sit down with four or three of us. Me, you, Tommy, and, and if, like Dennis or Robbie, whoever. Four of us, we could share these and it would be perfect. We could split the, split the uh, onion rings, but I'd get my own deviled eggs. Yeah, so. well, you're not splitting them. It's okay. Uh, fried herb and garlic cheese. That's a new one. I'd ha- I might get that just to see what the hell it is. Sounds good. Served with a raspberry sauce, grapes, and apples. Hmm. Love it. I want the fried herb and garlic cheese. Uh, Cousin Amy's Iceberg Lettuce Wedge for $11. That's plant-based ranch dressing, rice, paper, bacon, chives, cherry tomatoes, and a sliced red onion for $11. 
chicken noodle soup, John, for $9, and then creamy tomato soup. I had the tomato soup there years ago. It's very good. So Sounds pretty good. If maybe they got a grilled cheese that would go with it. Yeah. The entrees are a sampling of mom favorite favorite recipes. You get the golden fried chicken, the fork tender pot roast, and a traditional meatloaf with all the fixings. How much do you think that is, John? I believe that's what I had last time I went, and I believe at that time it was probably, I'm going to say it was $21.99. So at this point, I'm going to say it's probably $24.95. I'll say it's $27, and, and I know it went up from when you were there, but still, anything under $30 at Disney World's a bargain, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and if you're uh, you got a variety of discounts there, obviously that yeah. you discussed at the beginning. So yeah, twenty seven isn't. I mean, and for and you get a lot of food. Yeah. I mean, you're you're going to be full after this, yeah. and all of that stuff is is pretty dang good. So no, it's all delicious. Yeah, absolutely yeah. delicious. Caesar, as long as they haven't changed the recipes. Yeah, and I don't think they have Caesar salad with chicken. Romaine lettuce tossed in Caesar dressing, blah, 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 grated Parmesan and garlic croutons for 17 bucks, And then they have the same salad with salmon. Aunt Liz golden fried chicken. Served the roasted garlic. Oh, I love. You had me at roasted garlic mashed potatoes. I love, gar- I love mashed potatoes. I love garlic mashed potatoes. Uh, what about you? You like garlic mash? I, I like potatoes. Yes, I'm a garlic mash nut job. Uh, served with roasted garlic mashed potatoes, chicken gravy, and a seasonal vegetable for $25. Cousin Megan's traditional meatloaf. That used to be Mom's meatloaf. No, that used to be Uncle Herschel's. Then it was Mom's it, meatloaf. No, no. It was Mom's no, meatloaf at one time. Well, then what was Dad's? Dad had something, and I, and I thought Cousin Eddie had her. <laughs> now I'm getting yeah, vacation messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and Noah and Cracker Barrel's Uncle Herschel's. So, what, I'm losing it, man. What a, yeah, yeah, Cracker Barrel is Uncle Herschel's. Absolutely it is. Yeah, we used to be yeah, Mom's Meatloaf. Yeah. And the reason yeah. I know it was Mom's Meatloaf, because I actually looked it up made Mom's Meatloaf here myself. Yeah. I had the yeah. recipe. It might still be in my phone. I might have to send it to you to prove that Uncle Herschel didn't have it. But I, th- I think you're right. I think it was Dad's pork chops or yes, something. Yes, yes. What Dad had, so grandpa's pork chops or something like that whatever it was but yeah i mean you were starting to sing i thought you were singing we all live in a yellow submarine (laughs) uh aunt liz's golden fried chicken with the mashed potatoes cousin megan's traditional meatloaf a blend of beef and pork topped with tomato glaze roasted garlic mashed potatoes and green beans john this might be might be because i this is the same recipe because i made this what do you think that is john how much? Twenty four ninety five. You're high. Twenty two dollars. That there you go. That and the bangers and mash are probably the best two meal prices on property for the amount of food and how good it is. Yep, they're both very tasty, and uh, you're not going to walk away hungry. So no, yes, it, it's so good in here. Uh, Mom's old fashioned pot roast, slow cooked till fork tender and served with roasted garlic mashed potatoes, brown gravy garnished with carrots, celery, and onions for $25. And Grandpa Jean, I love Grandpa Jean, chicken pot pie, traditional pastry filled with chicken, potatoes, carrots, celery, onions, $24. I've had a pot pie there before. It is absolutely awesome, John. Because it's homemade uh, pot pie. It's not coming, it's not Swanson's out of uh, frozen. (laughs) 
Nothing, not that there was anything wrong. No, with they're very good. And so is, uh, for what have, they are. Yes, <laughs> for what a, they are. Yeah. Frozen, blah, blah. Yes, and the crust is frozen, which is good. It's kind of like box pasta. It's awesome. But when you go to Italy and you get the garlic, and I mean, you get the linguine with shrimp, and the pasta was made that day, you can tell the difference. That's the same thing when yeah, the yeah. crust is made from the for the pot pie that day. It's amazing. Yep. And then they got a cousin Harold. We how, cousin Harold was always the outcast of the family. He has well, actually, he has the the plant based cousin Harold's vegetable garden, a season of alternative with all the fixings. So, cousin cousin Harold was a guy that went out to California and and got a little weird. And then he came back, and we all love him, but he's he's a unique fella. So. Uh, Robbie's gonna hate you now, John. He might get on your bus <laughs> and beat you up. Uh, but anyhow, they got specialty beverages. Or maybe I wasn't sensitive enough. I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. So <laughs> yes, uh, they got desserts. Mom brownie is nine dollars. You got warm warm apple pie crisp. Two of them, or make it out at seven fifty for the apple pie crisp. Make it out of mode for an extra two dollars for a scoop of ice cream. You got ice cream sundae, and this is one of the best. Dad's favorite chocolate peanut butter layer cake, and you put that ice cream on it, it is phenomenal. That's eight bucks, two dollars more with the ice cream, which makes it ten. Pineapple upside down cake, cake, lemon meringue pie, and then grasshopper bar. Mint white mousse, mint white chocolate mousse with chocolate chips on a chocolate chip cookie and topped with whipped cream and chocolate chips for eight bucks. Only thing I'm upset about is John one of the oh no it's still here I can't get upset the peanut butter and jelly milkshake here is out of I was gonna say I haven't heard that yet it better be there somewhere yeah it's there for nine dollars it is so good John absolutely so good I highly recommend the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. And got yeah, a, I, I recommend any of the milkshakes out of here. Lisa just gets a chocolate one all the time, and she adores it. So, yeah, and it's a, a match for my highlight. So, yeah, I mean, that, actually, Doug, for, for me and Lisa to eat here, I get a highlight. She eats a milkshake, and then I get a nice cast member discount. I can actually walk out of here for less than 70 bucks. Yes. So that's not bad. No, so. I mean, my sister-in-law, well, we called her up to take her out yesterday to lunch. We took Mom out to get out of the house. We went to P.J. Willingham's, which they have really good food. It's a sports bar around the corner. And we invited her out, and then she ended up stealing and paying for it. And four of us was $106 for lunch. John, or $102 for lunch. And then I left a twenty-five hour tip, so you know, one hundred and twenty-seven dollars for lunch, John. Yeah, for lunch, yeah, right around the corner. Yeah. yeah, me, Lisa, and JJ just went to Applebee's a couple of weeks ago for three, so <laughs> it was like seventy-five dollars yeah. uh, for lunch for us. Uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, can you really complain when you go into the grocery? And you know, their all their food costs are higher. So uh, I, yeah, uh, we yeah. enjoyed it. We highly enjoyed it. I mean, the girls each got. Uh, uh, Donna got a sangria, a big sangria. It was like one of the a big glass. It was it was like a homemade house sangria, which was really good. Uh, Brenda got two glasses of wine. I got a Modelo, and we got. I snuck them past the goalie. I, they were so good, John. These are they're popular around here. They were cheese steak egg rolls, John. Oh. <laughs> that sounds incredibly bad, but really good. <laughs> oh my god, dude, they are so good. 
I mean, they were so good. And uh, it broke my heart because Donna paid. I was a good guy. I let her take the extra egg roll home with her. Oh. Ain't I a darling? Uh, no, but uh. she was, it was sweet of her to pay. We had a really good time. And we're going, we, you know, we're, it's nice to go out to lunch and dinner. But, like, that's why I say, I mean, I get on Disney for the prices. It's nice to go out around here. But when you go to places like 50s Prime Time, I don't feel ripped off ever because those prices are not bad. They're, it's actually cheaper, really, to eat there than it is to do counter service in a lot of ways. And have, have we heard anything about, is it still 50s Prime Time? Are we still interacting with the, the cast and guests and stuff? Or is everybody a kinder, gentler uh, country, country now and we can't um, tell you to get your elbows off the off the table and you can't have your dessert if you don't eat your vegetables. I don't know. We're going to have to ask. That somebody. might be considered bullying nowadays. Yeah, and, it could uh, be. Uh, we don't want I don't want to get called Paul for this one, John. So don't get me in trouble. <laughs> but, you know, you, you got to watch what you say. I mean, you, again, we're going to get in trouble, but they, they might not be able to because they might be calling people by the wrong name. You don't know who's sitting there. If you call somebody, uh, whatever, you could get in trouble there. Yeah, there was there are several people that have complained about it. But there, Doug, there are there are people realistically that have complained about the uh, the shaky bridge on Kilimanjaro safaris, <laughs> and they're amazed that Disney allows that shaky bridge. And and if it was only thankfully that our driver got past it that we were. <laughs> what the what? I mean, really? Come on, people! Really, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it amazes me what people are, are don't understand. Yeah, there's people that complain about the uh, the acting in uh, um, Rise of the Resistance. If you don't know, you get taken over by the the Empire at one time, and they they act like they're going to interrogate you and stuff like that. It's 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 a it's a show, folks. It's a show. Oh, so. speaking of that, but while I'm getting the menus for the sci-fi dinner theater, that brings Star Wars into it. I watched Obi Wan. Have you seen the newest episode? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Number four. Yeah, I, it wasn't as good as number three. So. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I'm not as yeah, was, I'm, I'm not as critical of it as you are, John. You know. Yeah, yeah. But I really, really enjoyed it. But the one thing I will say is, uh, it confirms that the stormtroopers are the stupidest people on the planet. <laughs> and they got terrible, terrible aim. I terrible mean, it is aim. it is amazing. There'll be thirty seven of them around, and none of them can hit him. But pew, 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 I mean, they're so bad, John. They made stormtroopers. You must have to be an IQ of three to be a stormtrooper. Well, at this point, that's part of the part of the thing, you know. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you can't have a stormtrooper hitting the target. I mean, that, that that would be ridiculous at this point. So yeah, I hear you. Let's do these so I can get you home. The appetizers yep, at the fifty prime time. I mean, not the fifties. The sci-fi dinner theater, fried dill pickles, John. So there's your choice of ranch or horseradish dipping sauce for twelve dollars. Yeah, what do you think they'd charge me extra if I wanted to try both dipping sauces, John? You think it would be a? Uh, do you think I get arrested for it? Yeah, yeah, that might be out of control. But it's twelve dollars. Crispy trick chicken strips. Your choice of spicy buffalo chipotle barbecue, or Szechuan sauce served with celery sticks and blue cheese dressing. Fourteen dollars. Weren't you proud of me the way I pronunciated all that, John? Look at it! Look at that session one. Look at you! Yeah. Look at you! Yeah. Sci-fi wedge salad. Oh my good! It has it has real live. Uh, what's it say here? Uh, meteors in it. 
It's a sci-fi wedge salad. Crispy iceberg wedge, grape tomatoes, bacon, onion, blue cheese crumbles, uh, radish, balsamic glaze, and a blue cheese dressing for $11. Crispy onion rings. John, they're going with the onion rings with the horseradish sauce over here, too. I wonder if the same kitchen's running them back and forth. Sci-fi smoked wings. Tossed with porter... Porter barbecue sauce and house-made pineapple with a poppy seed coleslaw for $15. And a spinach and artichoke dip for $13. John, it's a plant-based blend of spinach, artichoke, red peppers, cauliflower, cashew cheese, oat milk served with house-made chips. So that's $13. You lost me at the, you lost me at the cashew cheese and oat <laughs> milk. But I, I love a spinach artichoke dip. But, man, it needs a cream. So, yes. yeah, you lost me. Now they have two, one soup and one salad. They have a black garlic. See, well, they have two salads, no soup. It says soup and salad, but they don't have a soup here right now. But black garlic Caesar salad, and then they have a grilled chicken citrus salad. So, and they don't give the price on either one of them, John. Must be free. Yeah, maybe it is not. Uh, classic American burger, John. Our signature blend of. Beef on a brioche bun topped with a caramelized onion, American cheese, bacon, lettuce, and gourmet tomatoes. What do you think the burger is, John? They come with fries. It doesn't say fries here. Uh, I'm going to go $18.95. Try 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, beef and Blue Burger is a signature blend of beef, uh, brioche roll topped with blue cheese, Onion marmalade, bacon, lettuce, and gourmet tomato for $19. They got oven roasted turkey sandwich. Uh, house brined herb roasted turkey served on fresh baked multigrain croissant with bacon, lettuce, vine raped marinated tomatoes, and a cilantro aioli for $18. Drive in barbecue burger, our signature blend of beef barbecue, spice, brioche bun, house made barbecue sauce, bacon, and cheddar topped with. Onion rings and crispy fried banana peppers, John. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> for $22. They have a buffalo chicken salad. Uh, it has tomatoes, onions, cucumbers, shredded cheddar, tortilla sh- strips, and a cilantro ranch, dre- ranch ranch dressing. Feature film burger. Please ask your car hop about the newest feature. twenty-two fifty. So it's a secret, John. Shh. They have a salmon burger. I like a good salmon burger, John. You? I don't believe I've ever had one, so I don't know. I don't know if a, to me if it would translate well. I like salmon, but I don't know if it would go with what I like with a burger. Well, that reminds me. Mentioning this burger reminded me. i got to get my wife's butt on making some black bean burgers. There you go. Did you ever make that recipe I sent you? I don't remember if you ever sent it to me. Yeah, I did. I think you did, but no, no, no. I uh, obviously I haven't had a whole lot of time to do much cooking lately, so it's okay. It's on the list. But one of these days I'll bring them on. I guess I will have to drive it down to you. Maybe you can freeze dry it. Yeah, yeah. Salmon burger, fresh house-made grilled salmon patty served on a brioche bun topped with goat cheese, crema, apple, fennel chutney, arugula, and a marinated marinated heirloom tomatoes for twenty-three bucks. Pan-seared chicken pasta, pepperdella pasta topped with lemon butter sauce with a rainbow tomato, onion spinach served with a toasted garlic crostini for $24. Then they have a pork, pork on pork burger. 
grilled house-made pork belly patty topped with roasted pork belly, white sharp cheddar cheese, caramelized onion, cabbage slaw, and house-made Carolina mustard sauce. Doesn't say the price here for that, but that, that sounds very, very interesting. Yeah, a couple of them that sound pretty good on there. And then feature film, burger, surf, and turf, John. Unique twist of a classic with a signature blend of beef and house-made seasoning served on a brioche bun and topped with shrimp, topped with a shrimp, a crab cake, a pepper jacks cheese chipotle hollandaise sauce, grilled onions, heirloom tomato, arugula, and a house-made vinaigrette for $24. That sounds interesting too, don't it? Sounds like a bit much for me. Yeah. <laughs> a little sounds out of, out of control there. Yeah. They get a plant-based cookie shake, John, with non-dairy milk. That's Brenda might have that. Milk and cookies topped with a coconut whipped cream. They have island cake for twelve dollars and a flying saucer impossible burger. Why is it oh, oh impossible burger, John? I'm sorry. Yay. Plant grilled plant-based burger, grilled portobello mushrooms, cashew mozzarella, garlic tomato, oli, nut-free pesto, lettuce, and tomato. That's twenty-one bucks for that guy. Hot fudge sundae, warm glazed donut. They got a with cinnamon apples topped with bean vanilla bean ice cream for nine dollars and a caramel sauce. That sounds good, John. Housemade sci-fi candy bar. Never had a housemade candy bar before, John. No. Sounds and pretty then, good though. Yeah, it's a cookies and cream mousse, chocolate ganache, chocolate sauce. Red the red plant, white chocolate cheesecake with blueberry chip, chip, compote on a gram. Cracker tart with a mocha sponge and golden candy pecans. And then out of this world, sci-fi swirl. Feature a pineapple mousse with passion and fruit. Cosmic swirl, $9. It's $9. And spice with a lime spaceship garnish and a space dot. Too much for me here. Blood orange, couscous. John, I'm in for the warm glazed donut with some ice cream. I'm good. <laughs> Lisa would probably like that too. She likes the donuts at homecoming, don't she? She sure does, yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes donuts, and the ones at homecoming are really good. So and they have specialty cocktails here, specialty craft beers. John Orange Blossom Pilsner, Full Sail Passion Premium Lager, Fun Funky Buddha Floridian Heffenweiser, and a New Belgium Fat Tire Amber Ale. They're all nine dollars, and they're all pretty decent beers. And I'd be here. These would be mine. The draft beers, Yingling, Traditional Lager, Samuel Adams, and Seasonal Bud Light for seven fifty. Nothing to, wrong with that. And seven fifty to nine twenty five. And then their bottled beers are Heineken, Corona, Michelob Ultra, Stellas, Stella, and a Cigar City, Jay Ajayi, John. Woo! Highlight. Yeah, for eight to nine twenty five. The Michelob Vultures, probably the $8, and the High Lies, probably the nine twenty-five, is what I would guess, John. That's fine with me. I'll pay it. Yep. But I, I would, uh, what would you have to get if you picked all these, John? Uh, at least I'd probably get the barbecue beef uh, sandwich. I'd probably get uh, probably one of the burgers, maybe that uh, blue cheese one, black and blue burger. Okay. Um, and I'd probably get, I'd probably get, I can't do the pickles, the fried pickles. Fried pickles for me are the same as onion rings. I can do two, and I love them, and I'm done. So yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know what it is. But uh, probably that herb cheese, that actually sounded pretty good. So, Yeah, I, 
Me, Brenda would probably try the salmon burger. I could see her doing that because we've had them out before and they're really good. We'd probably go with the salmon burger and I'd probably get the classic American burger because it remind me of home and I love the caramelized onions on it. On top. There you go. But and that that pork on pork sounded pretty good too. Pork on yeah. pork burger, and then that feature film burger, I would probably get it, and then take everything off it, take the shrimp and the crab crab cake, and set it on the side and eat it as my appetizer. And then eat I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say if I was going to do that, I would separate it. I wouldn't try to eat that all together, but I wouldn't mind eating the shrimp and the crab cake maybe together, and then eat the burger for like you said, the entree. So. See, this is what I would tell them, peeps. I'd say, listen, peeps. I'd say, hello, miss. Listen, how you doing today? Is there any chance that I could get this feature film burger, but I would prefer the crab cake and the shrimp on the side and also put the sauce on the side and just give me the grilled onions and the cheese on it. And then we'll, I'll have a burger and I can have the crab cake and the shrimp for my appetizer. That, that, there you go. And it would only be $24. I'd be winning the game, don't you think? I think so. I'd still get my cheeseburger. And I'd say, by the way, could you switch out the pepper jack for American... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd stay with pepper jack. But I mean, and don't you think it'd just be a lot easier to eat than trying yes. to balance all of that on between two slices of bread? So. I forget where I was. It was down at Disney. It might have even been Brown Derby Lounge or whatever because I tried it because I wanted something different. And they had a cheeseburger. The the they had the uh, sliders, but they had a or whatever they had. I forget where it was. It might have been a full burger, but it had the. The egg on top of it too, John. You know what I'm saying? Where you bit into it and the egg run over the cheeseburger. And yeah, the yeah. And I had to try it to try it, but it was too much. I, a good burger I is just a good burger, John. I don't need all the extra crap on it if it's a good burger. Do you agree? Yeah, I like cheese and, and regular toppings, and I'm pretty good. So. so. But no, John, this was a great show, and uh, I will let you head you home. You've been sitting on the side of the road. Actually, I said no Wally World. I got to go inside and get at least a couple items before I head to the house. You're at the world famous Walmart. I am indeed. Yeah, I had to go to my world famous Target today, and it no. was very sad. I almost had an idiot back out. Nothing makes me matter than when you're going down the lane and they just pull out in front of you, and and that they don't even acknowledge it. They all. I had to lay on the horn. She continued to back up and just pulled in front of me and continued <laughs> to fill her face whatever she was eating. And the yep. maddest thing that was happened to me was is that it was a girl driving because I just had to shut up and park. It was it would have been a dude I could at least let out my anger if you follow me. But yep. yeah, dude, literally almost T-boned me in my Honda. I'd I'd literally locked the brakes up in the parking lot because she backed out right. I mean, literally almost took my front end off the car and kept going. Sweetheart. Didn't even pull back in, just kept going. I had to squeeze around her, and, and, and she's filling her face like there was nobody's business, John. Well, she had things to do, Doug. She's on the phone. She's eating. Come on, yeah. man. But anyhow. Anyway, so I was kind in that situation, John. If it would have been a big duty, and I'd have had something to say. I'd have said, fill your face, something else. <laughs> <But> <laughs> anyhow, everybody be kind to one another. Put your strollers away, right, John? Hold your strollers, please. And uh, we will talk to you real soon. And please head over to iTunes and call me Paul if you need to. But <laughs> we'd really appreciate He's it. He's Paul. I'm Rick. And this is. <laughs> and also, you can listen to the show now on iHeartRadio app and also on uh, Spotify. So go enjoy us over there. We've been getting more traffic, John, which is a good thing. Good deal.
So say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Come see me on the buses. Yep. All aboard the bus. And the train will be running soon, John. Yay. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.